Welcome to another episode of Left Coast Sports with John Schaefer. And this week, we're going to turn our attention to Orange County SC and the USL Championship. For those that don't follow American soccer closely, the USL is the second highest level of professional soccer in America behind only the MLS. Orange County SC is a member of the USL Championship, which according to the league is one of the most successful professional soccer leagues in the world, reaching a population of more than 80 million and fueling the growth of the game across North America. On today's episode, I'll be joined by Jeff Garner. He's the president of business operations for Orange County SC. Jeff has a really unique background. He's got experience in minor league baseball and college athletics, even professional football, and he's brought that experience with him over to the local soccer community. But as always, before we get started with today's episode, I want to remind you, you can auto-download this podcast and future episodes on whichever podcast platform you're listening to this on right now. So you can get Left Coast Sports almost anywhere. Apple Podcasts, the free iHeartRadio app, YouTube and Spotify. We'd love it if you left a review as well. And while you're listening, switch over to Twitter and follow me there, at John Schaefer. That's J-O-N-S-C-H-A-E-F-F-E-R, J-O-N-S-C-H-A-E-F-F-E-R. Before we hear from Jeff Garner, I wanted to let our listeners know that you can catch this weekend's Orange County SC home opener live on your view in Orange County on Channel 118 and on Channel 4 in San Diego and Santa Barbara. The game is also being streamed live for those in Orange County only on yourview.com. That's Y-U-R-V-I-E-W.com. The game against the Sacramento Republic starts at 7 p.m. this Saturday. And good news for Orange County SC supporters, you can watch all 16 home matches this season live on your view. All right, let's catch up with Jeff and learn more about Orange County SC and the USL as the club prepares for Saturday's home opener. So, Jeff, I want to start with your path to the USL and Orange County SC. How did you end up with the club? And tell us about the role that you currently have with the team. Yeah, of course. I, you know, I started out in, uh, in professional sports 21 years ago, worked predominantly in minor league baseball all over the East Coast. Um, uh, had a brief stint through uh, an ownership uh, with the Texas Rangers in 2010 and 2011. Um, ended up actually helping to move a club from New Britain, Connecticut to Hartford. Uh, and then the scandal happened at Penn State. And uh, I ended up in, in collegiate sports just after the scandal there as we were trying to bring fans back onto campus and back into Beaver Stadium. So after five years in collegiate sports, I was presented with a really unique opportunity to uh, start a professional uh, American football club in San Diego, the San Diego fleet. Uh, unfortunately that was short lived. Um, but I was, uh, had fallen in love along with my family with Southern California. We really enjoyed the area, you know, San Diego and, and orange County. Uh, and at the time, the, uh, the USL championship, the league we're in now ha- has been exploding over the past couple of years with new stadiums and new clubs. We're up to 35 clubs across the U.S. Mm. Uh, and so I, a little bit of a divergence from my background in baseball and, and American football. But uh, so to some degree, I'm the Ted Lasso of the club here. <laughs> but I'm learning very quickly on the soccer side and, uh, and love being a part of the USL championship and what Orange County SC has been, been doing over the past two years uh, in the league. So how does working in professional soccer compare to some of your experiences? Like you said, minor league baseball or if it was college athletics at Penn State or working in the Alliance of American Football, what's comparable and what's different? Sure. I, you know, I think it splits into to two different parts. There's the on-pitch or the on-field mm-hmm. side, um, and the level of play in the USL Championship is incredibly high. So you, you could consider it, for people that aren't familiar with the structure of, of soccer in the U.S., you could consider it like a triple-A 
for uh, for the MLS. Although instead of a lot of our players going to the MLS, a lot of our players are being developed for Europe and for Mexico and professional leagues there. Sure, we have a handful of players that that go to the MLS, but in most cases they're going uh, more international. Uh, the mix of players is, uh, you know, you've got some up and coming kids that are, you know, between 15 and and you know their early 20s. Uh, maybe they've played in MLS Academy clubs. They've played in elite clubs all over the U.S. Some of them have actually uh, played or, or uh, are, are going to play college soccer at the Division One level. So there's a really high prospect level. But you also mix in some veterans there. We've got Michael Orozco, our team captain, was on the U.S. national team, played for the Tijuana Cholos for many years in the Mexican League. Uh, we've got players that have played in the Premier League uh, in Europe. Uh, and all over the globe. So it's a good mix of, of U.S. product and U.S. talent uh, mixed together with international clubs. And so on the field, you've got a really high level of, of on-field. So that's very similar to my experiences at, at, with the AAF or, um, or even in, in college sports, you know, really the, the top 1% of, of athletes in their sport. The other side is the business side, mm-hmm. and that's the fan experience for the most part. And so that is very reminiscent of, of my time in minor league uh, baseball, uh, you know, between the lines, we like to focus on the game, but outside the lines, it's all about the fan experience. It's, it's producing a affordable family entertainment venue for people all over Southern California to come enjoy a night out. We actually have free parking. It's easy traffic in and out. We've got a great outdoor venue. It seats about 5,000. Um, we've got fireworks nights. We've got dollar beers and cheap eats nights. We've got beer fest. Hmm. Um, you know, and a number of celebrity appearances, car shows, specialty jerseys. It's all the fun stuff that you may be familiar with from minor league baseball. And so in that, from that standpoint, the fan experience side, I'm very familiar with having to make sure families have a good time out at the stadium. So is the makeup of a crowd typically a crowd that is uh, extremely interested in what's going on at the USL level with Orange County? Or is it typically, you know, families in the Orange County area that are looking for an affordable night out on the town? Or both. You know what? It's it's a mix. It's a mix. The interesting thing about about soccer is the supporter culture. Yeah. Uh, and so we have a group of fans, the County Line Coalition, that are dedicated uh, professional supporters. We'll call them, and they come with drums, they come with instruments, they come with chants and scarves and banners, um, and they are intense. They they hang on on every kick. Uh, and they are very supportive of our club and everything that happens. They're at home games. Many travel to away games. Um, they have viewing parties all over the county uh, and are very into the soccer uh, side of what's happening. Uh, and, then, and then in most cases, the rest of the stadium is made up of families enjoying a night out. Sure, they enjoy soccer. I think there's over 3 million registered youth soccer players in Orange County. So it's such a popular sport here that so many – Families that come to the stadium, uh, you know, the kids have, have, have or are playing soccer at the youth level, and so they're interested in the game. But they also love bouncing in the bounce houses, and they like watching fireworks after the game. The parents love to come, you know, grab a, 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 a good meal or, uh, or a, a cheap beer or two. Uh, and so it's, it's really a good mix. And you can get either experience largely based on where you sit in the stadium Hmm. can affect what kind of experience you can have. So it's great. It's a little bit of everything for everyone. So what type of uh, experience are we expecting this weekend? Because obviously we didn't have fans in 2020. This will be your home opener against Sacramento. Uh, What do you expect and what do you hope to have uh, out there this weekend? And what can fans expect? 
Yeah, uh, that, that's a great question, and it's something that, as everybody is aware, the, the, the target continually moves. And so our, our biggest priority, particularly initially here, is the safety of our fans and to make sure that we're providing a safe uh, venue that people feel comfortable in. So we are being patient uh, with, with uh, the, not only the state protocols, but also Orange County and City of Irvine uh, protocols. And so you will see uh, restricted or reduced capacity uh, down to about 30% uh, of the normal 5,000. And so even for the first game on the 22nd, our home opener, we are nearly sold out and will likely be uh, in the next day or two. Uh, we have three other games prior to June 15th that we expect to be at, at reduced capacity. Uh, you will see masks. You will see plenty of social distancing signage and, and, uh, and social distancing between seating pods or household pods in the stadium. You'll see hand sanitizing and reminders of, of good hand hygiene. There's a new bag policy, which is actually a, a no bag policy. So mm. to, to prevent a lot of interaction or at least hands-on interaction between security uh, and fans, we ask you to, to not bring a bag. And if you are going to bring one, it's restricted to a one-gallon clear uh, plastic bag so that security can see into it without having to handle it. Um, and we've upgraded our Orange County Soccer Club mobile app to include touchless ticketing. So you can buy your tickets through the app. You can redeem and scan your tickets through the app. And then also with, uh, with the help of a company called Appetize, we've added uh, mobile ordering for concessions and merchandise. And so you can order those uh, through the app and simply walk up and, and pick up your orders inside the stadium. So there certainly is our, our COVID considerations that will, will be in place over the next four games. But we are also watching very closely with the governor's announcement on June 15th being more of a reopening, uh, and we expect to be more, more like a typical experience and, and back to sort of full capacity after June 15th for the remainder of the season. And that's when you know more of our promotions will kick in. The fan zone will will make its return. Uh, and so we've got two different versions. We've got the early sort of uh, pre June 15th version. And then the, the post-June 15th version, which we hope will be, be more like the normal experience all our fans are accustomed to. And then you mentioned some of these promotions, and you said, what, fireworks, there are beer nights, there are affordable food options. What, what can fans expect if they want to attend an Orange County SC game in terms of promotions? Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, one of the things that, that we spent a lot of time on this offseason was talking about family game night and, and what that has become over the past years. We've all been, been generally stuck at home. And so we really wanted to, to, to create the idea and share the idea of a new family game night, that this is an opportunity to bring your family out, get them outside. It's a nice, safe outdoor venue with plenty of space um, and create a new experience there. And so those nights, there's five of those nights, and they're going to feature things like celebrity appearances, premium giveaways. We have a touch-a-truck event, which is great for, for small kids and families where we bring in all kinds of different vehicles, mm -hmm. construction vehicles, uh, first responders vehicles, military vehicles, things that kids love to climb on, honk the horn on, uh, and learn a little bit about. So we have our touch-a-truck event. We'll have a car show. Uh, we'll have a night dedicated to our partnership with the Glasgow Rangers. Uh, and so that will be celebrating their, uh, their 55th championship as one of the most successful teams in the Scottish Premiership and around the world. Uh, we have a women's empowerment night. We've got two different specialty jerseys uh, that will be auctioned off during the game for military appreciation night and also for Fiesta Day football, which uh, is focused on Hispanic Heritage Month. Um, we've got two fireworks shows coming back, which, which we may add additional three beer fests 
which have been largely successful over the past uh, uh, in the past uh, in August, September, and October. We've got our our weeknight dollar beer nights and cheap eats, uh, and so it's really an action pack. There's something happening every game, every night. It changes a little bit from night to night, so you can get a different experience if you come more than once. Uh, and it's all about having a great time with your friends and coworkers, colleagues, family, uh, and a little bit of of something for everyone. Jeff, I know you touched on the club's relationship with the Rangers, but can you explain that further? Yeah, so it's a pretty unique uh, a partnership that we've developed over the past uh, 18 months or so with the Glasgow Rangers. We actually uh, were, were – it was part of – documented as part of a documentary that aired back in December on, uh, on CBS Sports Network uh, across the nation – um, it, there's, a, there's a traditional component to it where we have players that are on loan from the Rangers. Uh, in, some cases, in some cases, those are advanced academy players. In some cases, they're, they're you know, just on the verge of making the first team uh, for the Rangers, which is a second division club in the Scottish Premiership. Um, and not only are, are some of their players on loan to us, but we've actually been able to transfer players to the Rangers. And so we are really part of a development model in the U.S. that is starting to replicate what has been done in Europe. And so we are providing a professional outlet for U.S. talent to come start in their professional careers as early as 14 or 15, which a lot of their European counterparts do, um, and then be able to transfer them to the highest levels of, uh, of international soccer, which is what a lot of these players are looking for. And so while the MLS is certainly one path forward, uh, we're, we're providing the USL, us, and our partnership with the Rangers are providing a pathway to Europe, which is you know, largely considered the, the top level of, of soccer in the world. Um, and so we, we have players going there. They have players uh, coming over here. We actually have some shared coaching philosophies, and we have some, some coaching staff that is relocated to Orange County. We'll be helping out with our academy team uh, as we embark on the first USL academy season this year. Uh, we have a, a boys and a girls academy team playing in the U.S. Academy Cup, or I'm sorry, USL Academy Cup uh, Memorial Day weekend in Tampa. Uh, and the Rangers certainly have a, uh, a fingerprint on, on how we're developing talent here in the U.S. Uh, and how that relationship continues to grow uh, over the next couple of years. So it's, it's very, uh, uh, it's a very interesting partnership and it's cutting edge. There's not a lot of other ones, uh, other relationships like this yet, although we're starting to see some other teams replicate it and try to copy it, but we're, we're certainly out in front on, on these things. So the home opener is this weekend against Sacramento, but you've also got a great relationship with your view to televise your home matches here in 2021. Tell us a little bit, about that and how fans can can watch Orange County this summer. Yeah, it's uh, it's an exciting time. We're back with Your View, uh, California, for another season. We debuted with them last year, uh, and so we're excited to have all in this this season sixteen of our home games broadcast. And of course, if there if there are playoffs, which we are hopeful there will be, we'll see those on on Cox Your View as well. Um, you know, we're we're most interested and in have a few dates circled on the calendar particularly against, uh, let's see, San Diego on June 9th is a good one, mm. uh, which has become a sort of instant rivalry in the past year that they've been part of the USL championship. And then we play them later in the season as well. So those are dates that we have circled on the calendar. Uh, and you can catch us on Cox Yearview uh, at typically 7 o'clock on all of our games. You can check our website, orangecountysoccer.com, for the schedule. Uh, check our social media. Follow us there. 
uh, or check out Cox Yearview California to get more information and listings for, for when our games will be played. But we start up this Saturday with the home opener, May 22nd at 7. So is there a primary rival? You mentioned the San Diego Loyal. They'll begin their second season or have begun their second season. Uh, is that the primary rival or are there others as well? You know, we have we have been, been lucky and, and blessed to have an a incredible uh, technical staff and be able to produce extremely successful teams over the past few years. Um, I think everybody in the USL championship division is, is aware of our rivalry with Phoenix. Phoenix came to our stadium in 2018 and beat us in the Western Conference final. So we certainly have been, uh, been thinking about that uh, and, and waiting for our time to, to you know, get some payback against Phoenix. So I would say Phoenix and San Diego uh, are two of the biggest rivals on the schedule. But it's such a good level of competition that every game is a great game, and anybody can win uh, at, at, on any, any given weekend. So um, the league itself has such a high quality of play, but I think we, you know, we, we get a little bit more focused on San Diego and Phoenix when they come to town. All right, and again, one more time for our listeners. If, if you're looking for tickets or promotional information or the upcoming schedule in 2021, where should they go? Yeah, the best place to follow us is, is uh, on social media, certainly Instagram and, uh, and Twitter. Facebook are great places to find information. You can always check our website at orangecountysoccerclub.com. You can find information about the roster, about the schedule, about promotions, and you can certainly buy tickets there as well. Uh, so please follow us, check us out, and we look forward to seeing you at Championship Soccer Stadium this season. Do you want to guarantee a victory for Saturday night or no? <laughs> Uh, you know what? I'm going to stop short of guaranteeing a, vic- a victory. <laughs> However, I think I feel very strongly about our chances against Sacramento. They're a very good team, um, and we're certainly going to play hard. But I like our—we have a very good record at home, so I like us. I like us at home. Uh, it's a little early for a guarantee, but but I think we're going to win. <laughs> Jeff, appreciate the time. Thanks for doing it today. Of course, thank you. Appreciate it. Good to talk to you. Thanks again to Jeff Garner for joining us today. And again, catch every home match this season for Orange County SC on your view. And for more information on the club, visit orangecountysoccerclub.com. That's orangecountysoccerclub.com. Also, this reminder, the eyes of the world will turn to Tokyo for the Olympic Games this summer. Catch all the action leading up to the Olympic Games with Countdown to Tokyo every Tuesday on your view. You'll get the latest news on preparations for the Games, details on the sports involved, and in-depth insights into the teams, athletes, and the host city. Don't miss Countdown to Tokyo Tuesdays on your view. And again, if you haven't already, please subscribe and auto-download future episodes on whichever podcast platform you're listening to this podcast on right now. And please leave a review as well. And you can follow me on Twitter, at John Schaefer. Again, J-O-N-S-C-H-A-E-F-F-E-R. For previous episodes or more information about Left Coast Sports, you can visit yourview.com. That's Y-U-R-V-I-E-W.com. And next week on Left Coast Sports, we'll turn our attention to another local professional soccer club in 1904 FC. Thanks for listening as always. We'll catch up again next week right here on Left Coast Sports with John Schaefer.